Hi everyone, welcome to episode 39 of SEO Tales. And in this episode, we're gonna be talking about voice, particularly within content marketing, because we all know content marketing is very vague. There's loads of different content forms, but in this episode, we're gonna narrow down on voice and discuss what we think of voice as a form of content marketing. So Craig, back in, I think it was June, Twitter, I, I believe was the first social media platform to actually let people use voice and share it across their whole network. So they were using, uh, or they introduced voice tweets. I don't know if you, you were using it or you heard about this or you saw it. What experience do you have with, with that kind of stuff? So my experience is going to be slightly different from most of you. Um, with anything, when it comes to voice, um, my language always poses a bit of a problem. And obviously when you do things like, you know, I've tried voice uh, voice to text translations and I've tried drag and dictate over the years and I've tried a number of different things. And obviously what I say and what actually gets formatted out has <laughs> always been something completely different due to, you know, the thick accent and stuff like that. So that kind of puts me off of using... Um, using that kind of thing but um i think you know with twitter with anything else like uh in my car or whatever um i can basically use um i can just press a button and i can speak what i want to text to people and uh you know through apple play or, or apple car or whatever the hell that thing's called in your car and uh and it what it's getting better it's getting better for for especially for me um so I don't make use of it, uh, to be honest, but I think it's it's something that's, you know, we, we all use the likes of, you know, Alexa at home, you know, Alexa put on, you know, Post Malone or whatever, you know, if you're listening to music or whatever you're into. Um, so I think voice is going to play an important part in not only content, but, you know, just in life in general, you know, whether it's voice to text, voice to tweet, um, a voice to, to Alexa to tell it to switch on your heating. Um, and I think obviously technology is improving. And I think in that respect, it would be much easier if you're driving along or you're on a bus or whatever you might be doing or on a train and you've got something to say and just, you know, do the do the tweet, just speak in and, and, and let Twitter put the tweet out. So I think... In theory, the concept is good, but I have steer clear of it just because of the language situation. But what about yourself? Have you played around with it? Yeah, I, do you know, I can't even remember if I used voice tweets um, as on its own, just, a, you know, a tweet with just my voice. And it's interesting, though, because voice as a form of content, there's so many different use cases for it. Like you were mentioning the ones with your Alexa devices, and that's with the, the kind of a virtual or like home assistants and stuff like that. But then there's the other case, which is actually voice search, which is, let's say, people searching um, on their mobile phones for something using their voice. But then we've also got the, the thing where Twitter was introducing it, which is more for the social media side of things. So it's like you've got between the, the functionality of home assistants, you've got the functionality of voice search and also voice in social media. But, you know, the, the problem that I have, I think, with voice is that it's, you know, how do you make it look nice? 
because when it, when you think about voice tweets, you know, it's just the you've just got the like play button, right? You don't know what's gonna be um, playing when you mm. click that. I think the fundamental difference between you know we say voice and other types of content like text, images, videos is that all of those things have that aesthetic part of it. They have an aesthetic feature to it, which makes it attractive to people, but also they do get some context. So like, let's say if it's just that play button, there is absolutely no context to what's gonna be, you know, to what you're gonna hear when you press play. It could be absolutely anything. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm just thinking the crazy things I control people with actually. No, you that. could, yeah. But, but here, here's a funny story, right? Now, obviously, we get uh, WhatsApp messages and stuff like that from friends as well. And uh, you know what it's like? You just see the play button, you press play, and it could be you saying, hey, Craig, what are you up to? I can't be asked texting just now. Or it could be something different. I remember my wife was just about to have Charlie, and we were in hospital for one of those checkups. And uh, I don't know if you remember the the voice clips that everyone was sending or video clips that you click on it and it would have like Cristiano Ronaldo's face on there, but then it would be like someone having sex, you know, the big, you know, the screeching noise. And uh, I remember sitting in the hospital and uh, the guy had clearly pressed play and the, the, the kind of big sex noise came out um, of his phone in a waiting room full of pregnant women and their husbands. And you could just see the guy's face just went so red uh, and he's like, oh, man, somebody's done me with one of those stupid messages. And he's shown it to everyone. I'm like, it's cool, man. I've been done with that a hundred times. But that's the danger. That type of thing is the danger um, that you can face. Just, you know, people having a bit of banter and a bit of fun. Um, and you're listening to it and it could be anything. I mean, well, first of all, I don't open any kind of voice thing that you ever send me or any videos for that particular reason. <laughs> but I think, you know, but that's that's an interesting part of it as well, because if that is going to be used on social media, how is that going to be monitored? Like, how do you moderate when somebody is going to be sharing um, a piece of content that's only their voice? Because, you know, is AI and things like, is it, you know, are these platforms smart enough to be able to analyze what's being said in that voice thing before it's being sent out to the public? Because I suppose if you think about YouTube, for instance, if there's pornography on YouTube, they can detect that. They have great ways of detecting it because of obviously machine learning and it's because it's visual as well. But if it's something that's just audio, you know, how is Twitter going to be detecting if somebody's, uh, you know, uh, breaching their terms of service, for instance, and they're using voice to facilitate that so i don't know if that could be a, a, a you know a cause of concern um for these platforms or for users in general just because you don't have the context you don't know what you're getting into but then also it's like you know is this the easiest way to communicate to your fans on social media just by you know speaking with your voice isn't it easier for people to just read or to watch and and the thing with videos as well people like videos especially when they've got subtitles on them so they don't actually need to turn the volume on. Because if yeah. they have the subtitles, they can be on a bus or something, or let's say they don't have headphones or whatever, they can still consume that content and they don't necessarily need to turn the volume on for. But you can't listen to a voice tweet with your volume off. Do you know what I mean? So it's like how, you know, do you think it's a good idea that Twitter, I suppose, introduced that? Or what would you think of voice in general for social media? I think, to be honest, it's stupid. Um, you know, from a spam point of view, yeah, 
it's going to be stupid. You know, I could go on yours. You could retweet it thinking or hoping that I'm going to say something nice about you. And I basically said, to all Itamaz followers, he's a donkey, come over and see me. You know, something like that. Um, and, and, you know, the thing that goes with that, again, with my accent and stuff like that, and, and various people with funny accents, is the platform's going to be able to pick up everything? Probably not. I don't think they're probably clever enough to to do that kind of thing very well. And uh, I, I think it's opening up um, a whole bunch of potential spam, trolling, uh, and enough of that goes on on social media already. And I think you know, we're always looking for ways to to become lazier, if you like, as human beings, you know, voice, uh, you know, voice messages on Twitter. And I think I like the old format of Twitter where you just see something or a video or or whatever it's going to be and someone's put a bit of time and effort into it. Um, a bit like, you know, when we put out SEO Tales, it will say like SEO Tales episode 38 on Twitter and there's a wee thumbnail and all that. It just buys a bit of trust. Um, for me, um, having lots of, you know, friends who, who like to have a good laugh and a good troll, you know, I, I'm probably similar to you. There's certain guys who I just wouldn't even click on a video from because I know it's going to be absolutely, you know, disgusting or, or, or something just so stupid. Um, and that is what you're up against. And, and I, I, I think social medias have to probably look at curbing the trolling and, and people's ability to just sign up for social media, like blindly, um, you know, there's no verification of, you know, really who you are. You shouldn't be allowed to, you know, do anything without putting your face on there and stuff like that, because a lot of that stuff's faceless. And once they implement something like that, then, of course, you know, maybe look at technology. But I think they've got other things they could be doing first rather than rolling out something like this, which I think is potentially going to harm do more harm than good, you know, spammy wise, bullying wise, you know, just malicious wise. I think it's a, I think it's a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to agree with a lot of those points. I think, uh, in terms of you know, maybe voice messages and stuff, yeah, I think it's better suited for just the direct messaging platforms like on your WhatsApps or you know, your DMs on Instagram or, or the Snapchats or whatever it might be. Um, but I think, you know, when that kind of stuff is being used on a public domain, especially if it, you know, you tweet somebody or something like that, and they'll be able to see it in their mentions and all that kind of stuff. And loads of other people can see it and you don't know what it is. I feel like that's the, the kind of problem there. So, you know, I'm not surprised entirely why lots of people didn't really adopt that kind of uh, feature for voice tweets, because there's, you know, well, it was it was mid crisis i suppose you know middle of last year so maybe that could have had an effect as well but i think you know people don't really like too much change sometimes and i feel like that's kind of like a massive step um to take for a social media platform to you know introduce the kind of feature where you know people really do sometimes like it when it's simple um and you know stick to what they're good at i suppose so yeah maybe it wasn't the right play but um, it'd be interesting to know, you know, the people who are watching now if they've used voice tweets and what kind of experience they have with it. Yeah, um, I think, you know, I, as as I said at the start, you know, with my language and stuff like that, I'm just not. I mean, 
uh, I, I know it's not translating it to text with that, but that's why I've always kind of stayed away from the voice thing um, anyway in general, because I think uh, it's, it's not good. But I think if you're just sending clips, you know, it's just encouraging laziness as well. I think, you know, we don't need to be that lazy. I know um, Deepak Shukla, who I talk to quite a lot in WhatsApp, oh, he's just like sitting in the toilet pan and <laughs> just like, yeah, what are you up to, mate? And you're just like, fuck, you know, you can't be bothered texting. So I think it just encourages a lot of laziness. But it's good, it's good to communicate, you know, if you're on the go or walking around and you can't be bothered texting or, you you know, you're walking and you just can't physically do it. I think it's good in certain places, but not for Twitter. I think it's just stick to what you're doing, Twitter. And, uh, and you know, I, I'm not sure how effective Twitter really is. I know, I know you quite enjoy Twitter, but I, I'm just not sure it's the best platform out there. I think it's kind of dying, um, if I'm honest. Out of all the social media platforms, you know, I think Twitter is probably the, the one I personally use the least... And I also think that, in general, I've heard a few people saying, you know, Twitter will die off soon enough. It's just not engaging enough. It's just not that good anymore. You know, more people are swaying towards Instagram, Facebook, um, and and even just apps like WhatsApp and stuff like that. So, um, but I know they've got to try and come up with some ideas to to try and make it a bit more engaging. But I, I'm just not sure that's the right one. Yeah, I think it, it could have just been a, a way to try and stay relevant, I suppose. You know, new features, something's new, it's trendy, but, you know, it can't always work. And I guess that's an example of uh, just how even, you know, massive social media platforms, you know, not just because they, it's not, they're not just going to be super popular features just because it's them, that you know, they themselves that released it, if that makes sense. So um, I don't know whose suggestion it was. Uh, maybe they got fired. Maybe didn't, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, you know. I think in life, people have just got to try things out. Some will bomb, some won't, and some will do really well. So kudos to them for trying things out. And and maybe, you know, maybe it's just us being a bit sceptical and, and, and stuff like that because we're digital marketers and we know what sort of roguery goes on, <laughs> you know, in, in the kind of marketing space. Um, maybe it will work reasonably well for other people, you know, just the general public. But I, I just think, uh, for me personally, I, I'm just not buying into it at all. Um, but who's to say we're right? That's the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's why, obviously, you know, leave a comment if you, you know, what you think about, I guess, voice tweets were from Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we can wrap up this episode. So, Thanks, everyone, for watching this episode. We'll catch you next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe to both myself and Craig's channels, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers, guys.